0: Good Tuesday morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Schumate of the Bethel Baptist Church. We're continuing our study in the Gospel of John this morning. We're in chapter number four and we're going to look at verse number 15 this morning. Uh, I want you to remember that we're talking about the story of Jesus and the woman at the well, the woman uh, from Samaria and uh, what a story this is what a a wonderful wonderful story of salvation one of the great love stories of the bible i'm glad that jesus loves sinners aren't you and uh, we're going to look this morning in verse number 15 and uh, remind you that jesus had left uh, galilee and was uh, actually left judea and headed toward galilee i'll get him going the right way in just a moment but he must needs go through Samaria, and I'm glad that he had an appointment there in that place called Samaria. He knew that there would be a meeting there, and he needed to get there and so he got there around noontime and there came a woman of Samaria to draw water from the well. she carried her pot with her and and she would come, and she would draw water. And we talked about how how that was, and how it is, even in eastern countries today they don't they don't have faucets and spigots, and they don't have bathrooms inside their homes, they don't have water with uh pipes and all of that they most of them go to a common well and it's a lot of work carrying water and it used to be that way in this country as well, but with many modern technology and many modern improvements. We have today, we have running water, and we should be thankful for that. Amen? We should be thankful. So we're looking today, as we think about this, Jesus was seated upon the well, and it was about noontime. The disciples had went to the village to buy uh, some food for them to eat. Jesus was there alone, and the woman came to draw water. Jesus initiates the conversation with her, by saying, give me to drink. And she didn't know what to say about that, because uh, that was an uncommon thing for a Jew to speak to a Samaritan, because the Jews had no dealings, had no interaction. As far as interactions go, uh, or a fellowship goes, they don't uh, uh, take of a, a common cup. They wouldn't drink after one another. Didn't mean that they didn't have uh, business dealings for the disciples were in the village and they were going to purchase some food. So we know that they do had, they did have uh, commercial dealings with one another, but it's talking about more in the area of fellowship, of, of drinking after one another or drinking and eating with one another. That is something that a Jew and a Samaritan would not have done. So we see that the Lord uh, was seated on that well, and he begins the conversation, and the woman was taken by surprise and kind of taken back by what Jesus said unto her, and uh, she questioned him, how, how is it that you being a Jew ask, drink of me? And Jesus answered, he said, if thou knewest the gift of God, and who it was that saith to thee, give me to drink, Thou would have asked him, of him, and he would have given thee living water. I find that amazing. Jesus talks about her recognizing who he is, and then requesting the living water, and then that she would receive the living water. And the woman begins to to think about that, and she looked at the well, and she looked at the Lord, and and she said, well, you don't even have anything to draw with. You don't have a rope or a, a bucket or even a cup. So how is it that that you're going to give uh, give me uh, this water? And also, the well is deep, and it's Jacob's well. And, and they just began to get deeper and deeper into their conversation. And then in verse number 14, Jesus, or let's read verse 13, and we'll read, down through verse 15 continually, Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water. Oh, I love that. Springing up into everlasting life. And here's our text verse for this morning. The woman saith unto him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. Now, the lady here at the well, she was considering this and everything that the Lord had just spoken to her and, and she didn't say in verse number 15 what she said in, in arrogance, but it was simply in, in ignorance. She didn't comprehend what Jesus was saying. And let me say this to you and I. How many times have we read the Word of God and didn't really understand what the Bible was saying? Many times. And and I challenge people to read through your Bible, study the Word of God, and to become a Bible student. But not only should we read the Word of God, but we should study the Word of God. For when we study the Word of God and comprehend it and uh, try to get an understanding of what we're reading, it's one thing to read through, but it's another thing to read and comprehend. And I want to encourage you today to take uh, daily reading of your Bible very seriously. And it's a wonderful thing to read through your Bible in a year. I challenge our people at church to read through your Bible this year. And I want to continue that challenge but, I also think that we should also have a time of determined and specific Bible study that we take a smaller passage of scripture and study it and learn and maybe dig into the words and get a deeper understanding of what God is trying to teach us. This woman did not comprehend; she heard what Jesus said, but she did it didn't register, and how many times Have we been in places where we've heard the word of God and it simply did not register? Now, it really wasn't her fault as we think about this this morning. And as we consider, we must consider who she was. She was a woman of Samaria. I believe I've already said that the Samaritans, they adhered to what is called the Pentateuch or the first five books of the Old Testament scripture. And they did not adhere to any of the teachings of the Old Testament other than the first five books of the Bible. So, there were many things that the Bible says in the Old Testament about living water and relating this living water or water to salvation. You say, where is that, preacher? Well, one place is Isaiah chapter number 12 and verse number 3. Isaiah twelve three says this, therefore with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation so here it is isaiah under the inspiration of the holy spirit begins to 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 relate and to 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 put together the idea of water and salvation together and let me say this to you who are studying your bible as you look in the word of god the word water is a type two ways in in the Word of God. Uh, water can mean the Word of God, and then it can also mean the Holy Spirit of God. And I believe in, in what the living water is representing is the living Holy Spirit that lives within us. Jesus it spoke about giving her living water. And uh, when he gives us the living water, It is that well of water that springs up into everlasting life, and it is through the working of the Holy Spirit. So I love that in Isaiah chapter 12, and I hope that you'll read that sometime. Also again in the book of Isaiah chapter 44, and verse number 3, and it says this, For I will pour water upon him that is thirsty. Now that's not physical water that the Lord is talking about here and floods upon the dry ground. I will pour my spirit upon thy seed and my blessing upon thine offspring. So here we have it pretty much defined what God is talking about. He's talking about the spirit of God. And I believe, contextually we're having a conversation here with the woman of Samaria, the woman at the well and the Lord Jesus and what Jesus is offering her is salvation, and it is through and by the working of the Holy Spirit. You and I are saved today, and when we get saved, the Holy Spirit comes into our life, into our heart, and the Bible says, and Jesus is is with us, and he is because Jesus, God the Father, and the Holy Spirit of one. But the Bible says that I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. And how could that be? Because Jesus is not here in a physical representation. How is it that God will never leave you and I? It's simply because the Holy Spirit has imparted itself unto us and he has given us an indwelling of the Holy Spirit. He lives within us. And so therefore, we have somebody who will go with us all the way and i'm glad thank god that i know who he is i'll read one more verse in the old testament in jeremiah chapter number two and it's uh, chapter 2 verse 13 and it says this for my people have committed two evils god's talking again they have forsaken me the fountain of living waters here it is that god says that he is the fountain of living waters and he is he is the author of eternal salvation. He is life and he gives us more abundant life, amen? And it is through this living water. Now, this woman didn't understand all of that and we can't really throw stones at her over it because there's many times that we read the word of God and we don't have a firm understanding. We may read the words and just pass on by them and miss many great wonderful truths that God wants to impart because we don't stop and study our Bible. John 4 and verse number 15 is a wonderful verse, and I want to read it again in our hearing this morning. The woman saith unto him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. So she didn't comprehend it, and again, there's a lot of things that we don't comprehend, and can I tell you as we go out and we live our life as witnesses for the Lord, we too must realize that we're going to come across people who are just like this lady, who does not, they, they won't comprehend. When you begin to talk about being born again, they're going to be a lot like Nicodemus was. How do you, how do you become born again? What is that? The world doesn't understand that. In fact, the world oftentimes pokes fun at christians and they use the statement born again christian quote unquote and they don't comprehend that they don't understand it why is that it is simply because the god of this world has blinded their minds and it takes the holy ghost power of god and god himself to open their eyes that they may see but i want to tell you nevertheless we need to witness and we need to be gentle Just as Jesus was straightforward with this woman, and yet he brought her into conversation, deeper and deeper into the conversation, and he offered her living water. And even though she didn't understand it, he didn't just throw her under the bus. He didn't just walk away. He kept on, and he explained it. And he explained to her to the degree that she recognized him as Messiah. And We're going to look further in our study. Lord willing, in the morning we'll pick back up In verse number 16, the Bible says in Psalms 118, I love the verse that says, This is the day the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Can I tell you, to rejoice is a choice. We should make, Psalms 118 verse 24, our life verse. We should rejoice every day because this is the day, not tomorrow. We don't have the promise of, but today. We have the promise, amen. The breath that we have is the time that we have. Right now is the day that we live and we need to live for him. We need to rejoice. Tell somebody how good it is to be saved and rejoice today. And it's a good thing to be saved, isn't it? And that's enough to rejoice about. No matter what else is going on in the world or around us or even in our personal life, there is a peace that surpasses all understanding if you're saved. I hope and pray you'll take these truths and think about them today. May God bless you. And Lord willing, we'll be back again in the morning at 8.30 a.m. for another Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. And until then, Pastor Donnie bidding you a wonderful day. God bless you.
1: Yeah.